0: It's the Euros Fantasy Podcast. Do-do-do-do-do. do do
1: Doo-doo-doo-doo.
0: The Euros Fantasy Podcast. Do-do-do-do-do. Hello, and welcome to the last episode of the Euros Fantasy Podcast. I sounded quite formal then, didn't I? I didn't mean do that. I meant do it like quite <laughs> laid back. I'm so shit at these intros. <laughs> I'm as ever, Jamie. Um, Angus uh, is back with me after fucking off to the cricket the last episode. Oh, actually, I missed the last one, and you missed yeah. the one before, didn't you? Yeah. So, well, oh, we haven't recorded together until. <laughs> um, and we are joined by um, our loony for gaffer last year from um, Planet FPL. It's Mark. Um, is it FPL underscore Badger? Yeah,
2: that's correct, yeah.
0: Uh, How are you, Mark?
2: Yeah, I'm good, mate. Thanks, you.
0: Not bad at all. Just been saying to you off camera, we're moving out, so everything's just bollocks at the moment. Some fed up of going round shops, looking at stuff I've got no interest in. Uh yeah, it's just shit. So it's good to just sit here now. Kids are upstairs and just talk about football. Yeah. Angus, you're gonna lead us, aren't you? Because you're the most prepared out of all of us.
1: Yeah, something like that anyway. Um so same sort of formula as normal. We're gonna do sort of a review of the semis in terms of how we did in fantasy. Um, we're going to go through the the two semi-finals uh, and our thoughts on them. Uh, we're going to look ahead to the final, um, mixing in there sort of what our fantasy thoughts are um, going into that. Uh, we're going to put together a combined team of the tournament um, as this is our last Euros pod, um, and we all have all have to agree on the player in each position. Um, and then we're going to do the final of Jamie versus Angus versus the community. What's the score in that at the Moons? Uh, so Joel won in the uh, semifinals. He picked Kane, who scored four. I had Shaw, who scored two, and you had Insigne, who scored two. So it's now Jamie two, Angus two, community two. Oh,
0: wow. So, so it really is the final set up think. nicely then isn't it oh nice um before we carry on angus i just need to apologize to our listeners um this we recording a day late on this one so the beginner's guide to gaffer pod is already released now i did put a tweet out asking for questions and i didn't an- well answer any of them i completely forgot about them <laughs> so if you did ask a question that i do apologize um but you know what i'm like i literally forgot i just started talking I wrote a load of shite at the end for some reason and completely forgot. So, yeah. Apologies.
1: So, take us away, Angus. Um, so, I'll go first on the, the fantasy review. Um, Can so I I've had
0: enough of the shite I have and just get mine out the way. Yeah, go on then. So, I was never going to do anything overall, um, but I'm in a little cash mini-league and this was my last chance to catch up. I was like 20-odd points behind. Um, so I decided to go five Denmark, go against England. Okay. Not because I wanted <laughs> to; I just didn't know what else to do. So I captain Dolberg. Um, it was on Donna Rumor the night before. I tried some at Daft there, then put it on Dolberg. I finished on thirty points. Maratta five pointer, Damsgard eight pointer, stealing four, and then literally nothing anywhere else. So. I've lost the mini-league, which I'm pissed off with. I'm not going to win the year's worth of Just Eat. The game's <laughs> shit. I'm definitely not playing the World Cup one. And I'm just ready for gaffer. On to you two, maybe a bit more
1: positive. Um, only a little bit. I scored 40. I had Marata, uh with his five, Kane four, Sterling four, Damsgaard eight and Emerson six. Um, I was actually lucky enough to go to... Italy Spain on Tuesday and I almost forgot to make my transfers because (laughs) I was like oh no I'm going to wait till the lineup I'm going to wait till the lineup and then I almost forgot after seeing the lineup I thought you know what no one's going to do this so I'm going to buy a Yathabal and I'm going to captain him and then he had a couple of chances that went that like he completely fluffed and I thought that I could have looked like an absolute genius Uh, In the end, it was only a two-pointer. And then I captained uh, Luke Shaw on Wednesday, which was another just two-pointer. So I have ended up on 40 points for the week.
0: It's not hard, but then, despite me having Morata, him scoring absolutely fucked me right over (laughs) because I had Chiellini, Benucci and Donnarumma as captain. So that goal... (laughs) Just oh, Mark, what about you? I don't want to talk about mine.
2: Yeah, I wasn't much better than you, Jamie. Um so I went into it with two Danish, five English, four Italian and three Spanish. Um I punted on two Italian boys and I don't know why I did these. Probably because my rank is not particularly good. It's about four hundred K and I've I've really sort of struggled to nail the right players down and a lot of the 50-50s I've got wrong, so it's a, all a bit of fun, really, um, for the last sort of two game weeks, probably, I'd say. So, I actually went with Locatelli and, and Berardi, Um Ooh. Yeah, I, I mean, and I, the thing is, I did it before the teams came out because I've, I've missed a couple of deadlines where... I've been at England games and uh, I've been hung over the next day, things like that. So it, it's just, <laughs> I just, in an ideal world, you, you set alarms when you're playing some of the other games. Don't you need to remind you of deadlines. I wasn't, I wasn't, um, unfortunately doing that. Um, similar to you boys in sort of, I had Morata, five pointer, Damascard, eight. Um, Kane was my captain. So he only got four points, which was double to eight. Um, Sterling returned and that was about it really. Um, the four Italians ended up on my bench because I had the, the goalie which I brought Pick, Pickford in for. Lost a point there but I thought it was worth the gamble. Yeah. Uh, I so did yeah 37 points. Not the end of the world.
0: I have enjoyed the game. I, will be, uh, I know i sound sound a bit negative. <laughs> I've just done shit at it. That's it doesn't help when we make stupid rules up where we've got to have like triple Macedonian Turkey in our teams in the Gatsuchusi. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> countries we've got to have a player from. That probably doesn't help. But we thought, oh, we'll just do it for the crack. I have enjoyed it, but I'll be honest, I'm glad it's nearly over. And from fancy point of view, because then we've got for just dropping today. Obviously, FPL is already out there. Sky is going to drop anytime, I imagine, next yeah. week. Um, I
2: cocked up big time in the round of 16 and that's when I sort of started to lose a little bit of interest because I know Jamie you said you had a a Benzema fail where you forgot to bring him off the bench I cocked up because I was getting so used to captain fails so I think I had the captain on um, deep I moved it on to I think Immobile and then I actually nailed it on Benzema but then I moved it on to Havertz for the England game stupidly Why? I, I, did you do that? because in my head it was like you get a captain pun for every single you know yeah. a captain for every single day like the sky game for example I, and I just got so used to all the captain fails it was like right I'm moving captain today and little did I think it was a stupid thing to do because Benzema had returned didn't he he got 10 points
0: yeah.
2: I, so I yeah. ended up losing 16 on that so
0: <laughs> yeah terrible that, that's made me feel better, I'll be honest. That, <laughs> that's fucking stupid, Dallas. Yeah, really stupid.
2: And I, you know what I found out was when I was actually at Wembley and I was just like, um, before the Germany game and I just looked at my team and I thought, what the hell have I done here? That's when I realised. So, you know, what can you
0: do? Brilliant, that is fantastic.
1: <laughs>
0: right, Angus. what next? Where are we going to now?
1: So, just going to do a bit of a sort of review of the, the two semi-finals. Um, so obviously I guess we'll start we'll go in chronological order, so we'll start with Spain Italy on the Tuesday. Well, I
0: think considering that you went to the Spain Italy game and then Mark was at the England game, it's only right that you two do this. So Angus, you might as well take us away for the Spain Italy, and then we'll jump in with anything that we disagree or agree with or whatever, and then Mark can do the England game. Cause I was just <laughs> Spain Italy, I'll be honest, I missed. I had it on I was watching it but I was doing going through the spreadsheet for Gaffer on the player prices so I was distracted by that so it was on in the background but you know you've watched the whole game there so like you take it
1: yes yeah, so, I mean obviously you know I can't I can't remember I want to give the person credit but I can't remember who who posted something about there being um tickets on sale for the Italy Spain game I think it was the weekend before for 85 euros had gone up there so um, whoever it was that was the prompt for me to jump on and get a ticket for that so I'm eternally grateful to the person who I will work out who it was (laughs) Um, but I thought it was a really good game I was a bit worried that it was going to turn into a bit of a sort of dull you know lots of passing defending sitting in and not much happening. I know you were rooting for me to see a game with zero shots in it. Uh, Absolutely. (laughs) I thought actually Spain almost from the outset had the better of the game. Italy had moments where they looked like they could get at them on the counter, but Spain had the better of the chances. They had the better of the sort of play. I thought it was really interesting that they dropped Morata. But once it, once it, Happened and you, know, you were watching, sort of, with Oyathabal on the right and Olmo as like a false nine. Italy didn't know how to deal with it. I mean, the main takeaway from the game is Pedri. Just what? He like, is a boy. Incredible. I think, what was it? The 110th minute before he had an incomplete pass? Impressive it's, that Something something ridiculous like that. But I mean, and the job he did on Jorginho as well just stopping him playing at all like Jorginho obviously his penalty in the shootout was incredible but
0: yeah
1: he had a miserable time in that game um but the Italians didn't know what to do with Olmo dropping off the center backs um but particularly when they went behind you thought oh that's it like Spain are going to be gone now yeah and for it to be Morata of all people come on and get the goal <laughs> like no like I don't think anyone quite expected it, particularly when it dropped to him. You thought, okay, this is the chance where Alvaro Morata misses the chance to equalise and he slotted it away. Um, he, put, he took it quite well, to be fair, didn't he? Yeah, it, <laughs> it was great finish. Um, and it's, particularly when it got into extra time, the, the longer it went on, you thought, this is going towards penalties now. This is, and it sort of drifted along. Spain was still pushing a bit more, but then... Italy had the odd chance on the counter. Um, Berardi, if he knew where the offside line was, could have had any number of chances. Um, and then what? It, once it got into penalties, I mean, uh, I would say particularly around me, there were more Italian fans, but there were still a significant number of Spanish fans. And it was quite fun watching as like largely a neutral because you're yeah. just sort of like watching it and enjoying the fact that it's gone to penalties in a semi-final. And... The reaction of both sets of fans when Maratta walked up to take the penalty. The Spanish fans basically already had their heads in their hands. A number of the Italian fans were laughing. It's just like, poor guy. Everyone wow. knew he was going to miss. I think
2: we felt like that at home, though, didn't we? When yeah. You know, like sometimes you just get that feeling, don't you, with certain players. And uh, yeah, I mean, he's quite erratic anyway at the best of times, isn't he? Because... One minute in, in this tournament, and in general, you know, sometimes he looks he looks a really good player, and there's other times where you can see why he's he's sort of in and out of the team, and he's he's criticised. Um, and then out of nowhere, he'll you know he'll he'll bag one, won't he? Yeah. Um, and even at Chelsea, you know, he like he was probably a bit too lightweight for the Premier League, but uh, yeah, there were times where he, he got a few important goals for him before he got moved on.
0: He banged a hat trick against us at our place. <laughs> That, that's that. why Stoke aren't in the Premier League anymore. That's the one time I've ever captained somebody against Stoke. So I'm standing right next I I my season ticket used to be right next to the Away fans at the top. So obviously we're getting dicked by Chelsea and I've got them giving me grief in my last year. And then I'm thinking in the back of my head, my captain's just scored me an trick here, should I be a little bit happy? <laughs>
1: I've had
2: that plenty of times with Norwich, like Suarez in particular. Like, oh, cool. in, uh, it's been several times where. The thing is, as well, we even I think Aguero a couple of times, and you, you just have to do what you have to do, don't you? Especially if you're really into your sort of your fantasy
0: games, and if you want to do well, yeah, yeah,
2: that's the problem because I think a lot, a lot of people will never do anything. Imagine you support I don't know Liverpool and you hate Man City and Man United, then you're you're never going to do anything if you have to go without some of these assets, are you?
0: yeah you you can't play without city assets and that can you no no not Not to compete anyway um england game then mark how was that yeah that was insane on the tally to be in that
2: it was brilliant yeah it was um it was brilliant but i mean the thing is like going back to the, the the spain game the night before i just remember sitting there and what should have been relaxing to watch as a neutral, part of me in the back of my head is thinking, I'm like England, another 24 hours or another 20 hours. And it, it's just like that. You, you know, you've got a big game. Wouldn't have been probably so bad if it was the other way around and you, we'd done our business. Um, and yeah, the, the whole day was like that, even though I don't really normally get nervous for England games like I do when we play Ipswich or something like that. And it's a massive one like that. But but, yeah, it started to get to that stage of the tournament where I was. Um, yeah, and I think the the atmosphere was brilliant at times, but then there was also periods where it did go a little bit quiet the later it went on, before it got going again. Yeah. Um, I remember it went flat for a few minutes, and then Maguire, I think he, um, he, he, he won a tackle, and it was right in front of the fans, and he sort of gave the fans a bit of a sort of fist pump, and that got the whole ground going again. Just what you needed, really, because there was times where... Um, you could just tell people were like shitting themselves basically and you knew that the the longer it went on you just fought penalties it's just it was written in the stars almost and then yeah a little bit different though um, this tournament maybe because in years gone by it might have gone to penalties we might have gone out yeah there's something sort of about this bunch I think where they're you know they're doing enough aren't they to get through
0: so Italy, England on Sunday. Angus, you're not really biased anyway. Um, Mark, no biasness. Are England going to beat them? It's
2: really, really hard to say yes,
0: isn't
2: it? So, this is the thing, you know. I, I don't think you can. I don't think if you're... Even if you're not um, English and you're sort of an absolute neutral, I don't I don't know how you can answer this one because... final in general is always going to be hard to predict usually, isn't it? Yeah. When we've got our bias inside us, I I think we can beat them, definitely. Um, You know, some of the play in the Denmark game in periods where, like Denmark, um, yeah, they had a few opportunities and they they pinged the ball around a bit. But, I mean, generally we we controlled large sort of parts of the game. Um, So, obviously, I don't think it's going to be anywhere near as easy against Italians um, but I like to think we've got such a, a deep squad and they've all got minutes under their belt generally on the whole um, we can sort of if the game was even after say 60 minutes and for example Greeley just to come on again then that's, that's that's a luxury we've never had before isn't it so um, and then it's how the Italians would, would di- I think we can beat them yeah I do the more I think about it I think we can um, we can we can
1: win. Yeah. What about you, Angus? Yeah. I mean, I think I was asked about it. I think it was yesterday, and I said, I think I said fifty-five, forty-five, Italy. It's it's genuinely that close for me. I think Italy. I'd still give the slight edge to Italy, but like the absolute max I go is 60-40 Italy. But I'd I I said like fifty-five, forty-five, and I think, you know, for for all the complaining, for all the sort of like you know, moaning and saying, oh, it's only because of this, it's only because of that. I think the fact that it's at Wembley makes a difference. I think the yeah. fact that we're now at a point where it's going to be, what, 60-plus thousand there. Um, I think there will be quite a lot of Italians. The one thing I learned from going to the Spain-Italy game is there are lots of Italian fans around.
2: Yeah. There lots of, lot of they
1: will have got tickets for this, so... A lot of the, the people, the, the people who think it's going to be like purely English, have got another thing coming. It's not going to be that, but it's. I think it will still be more English fans, and I think that that will help England, particularly like you said, when you could you could see on the TV as well the players sort of feeding off the fans, feeding off the noise and everything. So I think that that does help. I'd give the slight edge to Italy, but it wouldn't shock me by any means if England turned around and beat them.
0: Yeah, I agree. What was? Um, I was under the impression that only English people could go to the semis only, and the final. Only
1: residents.
0: Because <laughs> the England-Denmark game, they had a big fuck-off away section. It was just pure yeah, red. How yeah. did that, that
2: happen? It, it was a lot bigger than the Germany game, wasn't it? Um Yeah, I mean, there, there must be a fair amount of sort of people living over here, expats yeah. and what have you. But I know the Italians, they, they've they've um, obviously, like, I know in particular some of the towns in the southeast of England, like massive Italian sort of population. Yeah. So, yeah, um, they'll be really well supported. But they're also doing a charter flight, a few charter flights, with where they sort of come over. They've agreed 1,000 tickets with their official sort of supporters club. So uh, okay. they'll, they'll be sort of like straight off the plane, bust into the ground. Stay in their bubble or whatever, so they will have some support from Italy as well. Um, I think they come out today, one thousand, so it's not a huge amount, but yeah, they it's it's not going to be all English English fans in there. Plus, as well, you will probably get a few neutrals who actually will have had tickets on the UEFA portal anyway, who will actually just want to go yeah. to see a final. So, um, yeah, I've not got a ticket at the moment. It's a mad scramble, mad scramble to get one.
0: Are you still trying to get one? Are you?
2: Yeah, like the England Travel Club, for example, 11,000 tickets for the last game. This one, we've only got 8,000. So, just down to probably Italian support and also maybe corporate. So, yeah, tough not to crack this one.
0: That would be something else if you get a ticket for that. That, Because it doesn't seem right. I don't think it's sunk in yet for me that we're actually in the final on Sunday.
2: I don't think it will for years to come. I've had this conversation with my friends. I think it's only when, you know, like everyone goes on about sort of Euro 96 and, you know, well, we didn't even win it, but still it's it's talked about, you know, yeah. because it's sort of within living memory for a lot of people. Um, and I think this one would be the same regardless now. It would be 10, 20, 30 years to remember this tournament. So, yeah, I know it's all a bit of a blur, isn't it? it
0: yes, it's crazy. Um... What's the next
1: segment, Angus? So I think almost feeding off this conversation, a little bit of talk about sort of what we're thinking fantasy football-wise for the final in terms of who we're looking at bringing in, which might sort of feed into as well what we think the teams might do. Is there anything different, particularly with people talking about what England are going to do?
0: Um, How do you approach the final in this like format of a game? Because... Obviously now I'm gonna get rid of my Denmark players and my team's gonna be mm. Italy and England like everyone. Yeah. So are you picking players on who you basically think is gonna score? Because you can't be picking defenders unless you're going to, you're thinking, you know, Italy gonna win one 0 England are gonna win one 0 How do you approach it? I'm I have no idea what I'm gonna do, if I'm honest with you.
1: I think it also depends, particularly now, on the positions of players you have to get rid of. Yeah. So like obviously I didn't have Immobile, for example, and I had to get rid of Morata and Oyathabal. So in terms of playing forwards, the only one is Immobile. So it's that sort of decision that was made for me. Yeah. And then, like, I've actually ended up with a split between the two. So I think I've got, like, you know, among the defenders, for example, I've now got three English, two Italians. The midfielders, it's three Italians, two English, sort of. So I've actually ended up with a split, which I think people can can go one of two ways, which I think is kind of dictated to them as well in terms of what they've got already. But you can either go eight from one country and sort of yeah. really back the team, or you can sort of end up with a split between the two. What have you got at the moment, Mark?
2: So I've got 10 players, but because I've got both goalies, that brings it down to nine so I've got nine players for the weekend, which isn't bad. So I'm losing three Spanish and two two Danish. Um, I'm going to go all in on England, I think, just to make it, you know, I'm not, like I say, doing particularly well at this yeah. game. So I might, I might as well just be in off off um, as many as I can and just fill up with the English players. Um, I already own Kane, Sterling, Stone, Shaw and Pickford. So really it's going to be a case of, Probably see, uh, probably add another couple of defenders in, just fill, fill it up. Um, yeah, it all depends on the lineup as well, doesn't it? Um, you know, because we probably know nine of the positions England are going to play nine or ten, maybe there might be the odd change. Um, there's probably a differential in there somewhere with uh, it could be a sack, couldn't it? it? Could be a foden, yeah. it's like players that maybe we haven't really sort of um, loaded up on so far. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a case of waiting for the team to come out and then yeah, get all in on England
0: for me. Yeah, I have absolutely no idea because I've got a boy in already. But then I've got Dolberg and Morata up front. So, <laughs> obviously, I'm going to bring Kane in then. Yeah. But then there's not another strike to have. Carl Lewin didn't even get in the
1: squad. So, do you bring him Is, Isn't a Rashford in? forward? Oh, actually. Because yeah. he'll it, probably be on the bench, but it's... I think he's he's I think he's a forward in the game.
0: That's a wild I think If I was going to bring a four, yeah, he is nine point five forwards. If I was going to do that though, I think I'd go Balotelli because he's come on quite a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: I don't think
2: budget's an issue, is it? I think no. This state, so it isn't really a case of. I'm, I'm set up four four two at the moment, and yeah, like Kane and Immobile up front, and apart from that, I could I can't really see me me changing him. I think I'm just gonna. Just going to load up in midfield and defence.
1: Yeah, I think I've got I've got a Yathabal and I'm just not going to bother replacing him. I'm going to use my free transfers elsewhere because I don't I don't see the point of me bringing in a, a third forward. I'm just not going to use because it's banking on someone who's going to come off the bench. Like I've That's already bought point. I've already bought Saka, um, but I've left myself a free transfer. So if it ter- if I see the lineup and he's not there and say it's it's Grealish instead or it's Foden instead or it's Sancho instead. I'll just buy them and sort of move Saka to my bench, and there's sort of nothing lost by it. But that's sort of the way I've gone with it at the moment. Um, is looking at Saka, but that's just because that's my best guess. But I'm still covered if if it's someone else. If if Southgate decides to change it up.
0: I'm just doing mine now as you're speaking, so I'm not ignoring
1: you. <laughs> uh, I'm
0: just seeing... Because like you only need the 11 players, real. You don't need your bench at all, because no. you, you can't no. bring them in. So it's just getting a, a 11 out there, isn't it? So I think I'm going to bring in Walker and Maguire with Stones, Chilini, and Benucci. I've got Donnarumma and Pickford as well, so I'm just going to probably choose Donnarumma, just so then I've got three Italian, three English at the back. My um, midfield then is going to be Mason Mount and Sydney still in. So I'll probably bring Chiesa in to make it two and a two. And then bring Harry Kane and and then go one English, one Italian up front. And I have literally
1: split it right down the middle. Yeah, I think for me, it ended up being more of a 50-50 in part because I was sort of thinking about it. And I was like, I genuinely don't know which way it's going to go. So I've, I've ended up covering myself for sort of, almost every eventuality that that could happen um it's difficult like i think it's it's different for me with not being an england fan where like i'm sort of looking at it as a neutral and being like i don't know i don't really have much vested interest in it i'm i'm not as concerned about like rooting for someone in the game where i totally get the the attitude particularly for england fans particularly if your rank's not great yeah let's just whack a load of england players into the team like. It, it makes sense to me that.
2: Yeah, you, you wouldn't want in the back of your mind, uh, you know, too many Italian players probably would you if they're threw in on goal or yeah. you know, they got they got, they got a set piece or something like that, and you know, and especially there will be people who really have been taking this game quite seriously and like yeah. mentioned cash League, so you know, whereas it might not be so important for me, um, for others, you know, potentially really got to think about these sort of things.
0: I enjoyed it the format throughout the group stage and stuff. I did like it, you know. If your captain failed, you can then twist the next day. Once once it's got to like the after the quarters for me, it's just like <laughs> I'm done. Like I, yeah, think, I can't do anything now. To yeah, me. I
2: almost feel like this game was a bit too easy. I've enjoyed it, but it's it's you know you've got your limitless and you've got your wild cards, and then you you've got more free transfers. And every time you look, you've you've got You've got them coming out your are, haven't you? Um, yeah, <laughs> and that can confuse things sometimes because it you you can make your team worse just by using the transfers. That's right. Yeah, because they're there, you're just using them for the sake of it.
0: I don't think the transfers was the issue because I did the limitless and two, and um, then wild card or overall, whatever it was called, in um, round of six. Same. Yeah, over the quarters. It wasn't actually using the transfers. It was the budget knowing, you know, I'd pick a team that I was happy with, and I'm like, I've got eight million in the bank now. I can't, <laughs> I can't leave. I'm, I'm on limitless. I can have anyone who I want. So you go yeah. for like Mbappe and people like that. When at the time, like, it uh, uh, to really, dis-
2: really disappointing because I, that week I got fifty two on limitless, which was really poor when you think about the players. You know, I had like Lukaku and Mbappe. Bale, you know, like all the sort of the heavyweights were in there, Kane as well. And, you know, like they they pretty much all blanked, didn't they? Yeah. I think it was only Bale, really, who got um, from attacking perspective. He, uh, he sort of saved my game week there, really.
0: I got like 35 points in it. I did. Literally everyone just blanked for me. It was fucking shit. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the um, final then, Angus. What next? Uh, so now it's the uh, team of the tournament. Right, this is going to cause a few debates since this,
1: Or it's going to be really boring and we're going to agree it's going to be the most, the least entertaining segment.
0: Yeah. So um, what formation are we going to agree on? I think we're going to say it's a 4-3-3. Yeah, I can live with that. Mark, you were out right with that? Yeah, that's fine. No problem. Um, right.
1: so if we Keeper. start with
0: goalkeeper... Yeah. Who are you going for? Well, who do you
1: want to put in? I could. I think it's genuinely between three. I'm gonna say Donnarumma.
0: Donnarumma was mine as well. It was close between him and Pickford. I thought um,
1: Donnarumma in the
0: Spain game made quite quite a few good saves, and um, the round before he did make. He has made some big saves. Yeah, Uh, Pickford. I think he's been. He's been quiet, really. He has made a few good saves. He hasn't done
2: nothing. I think he's made some really good saves. He still makes me nervous, though, a little bit. And (laughs) I don't know why, because he has been... I'm Not just in this tournament. For England, in general, he's actually generally always been quite good. It's usually forever, and he he cops up every sort of few few games, doesn't he? Um, He has had a couple of wild moments, but by his standards, it's actually not been too bad. Um, and he has he has saved our bacon once or twice definitely so he's had a good tournament. Um, Schmeichel actually hasn't been too bad either.
1: Schmeichel was the other one that was in my brain. He, yeah. But I think there there were a couple where he wasn't quite as good, so that's why sort of Donnarumma, Donnarumma, and Pickford were ahead of him for me.
0: I like Schmeichel. He just he makes everything like everything's a camera save, like they are good saves, but it you only see it from him really. Like when I try to think of other keepers. I don't see, but with Schmeichel, it's always like a far stretch save. <laughs> like he's gone from nowhere. It's, he's he's never just in the right position. He he has to recover, do not he? But I do like him. But yeah, so we all agree on Donnarumma and goal. Yeah. <coughs> um, I think left back. This will be interesting. I think it would have been fairly obvious. I'm um, I'm still
1: gonna I'm still gonna say Spinat Solo. I think he's only missed the one game, hasn't he? So. Of course, he has the yeah. aim. So, it's... so I, I think, I think you could easily say. Obviously, I think again, it's between three. I think you could Shore easily say either. Luke Shaw and Mailer, but I'm going to say Spin at personally.
0: What about you, Mark? Yeah, Mailer, I think. <laughs> I'm going to make it interesting. I think sure. Do you? Yeah. I think Shaw.
2: Sure. What do we do? What
0: do we do now then? Will we fucking fight and tell one of us gets who we yeah. want? Like. I'll be I honest. Think, can any of you make a real claim for Spinozola or Mele? I can't. I'm not sure. Really. I just I've been really impressed with him.
1: I mean, I think I think Spinozola, People were talking until he went down with the injury, and he's only missed one game. Like people were making argument for him for, you know, player of the tournament, were, but I
0: Yeah, the actual player of the tournament.
1: I think. I'd I'd personally have Mailer above Shaw. So if it was if it wasn't going to be Spinazzola, I'd go to to Mayla.
0: Oh, or you I can fuck yourself then. And... Many... So we're going to Spinazzola. Well, we can. Yeah, I mean, what did you say, then, Mark?
2: I I would have said Shaw would have been my second.
0: Oh, right. This is a bit shit for the audio <laughs> and for the listeners, but it's going to have to be rock paper scissors, right? It's rock, paper, scissors, shoot. So it's the fourth one. Do we agree on that? Yeah. Yeah. So rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Ready? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Well, you're, you've lost, Mark, me and you, Angus.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. I win. Luke Shaw goes in for <laughs> you. That's a new one for the listeners, isn't it? I don't think they've ever <laughs> listened to a podcast where they've had to do rock, paper, rock, scissors. Rock, paper,
1: scissors on the audio. It's going to be great audio.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, left back. So we'll go right back. Um, I'm
2: going Kyle Walker.
1: Yeah, it's Kyle Walker.
0: I, was, I won't say Kyle Walker because I think people slag him off and he is unbelievable His pace. He's not, you know, technically absolutely brilliant. So like, he doesn't mm. blow my mind away, but, you know, he. If they're going one on one, like the Dams guard when he went through walkers just came from nowhere <laughs> and just absolutely shat on him. Yeah. Like, that's why he's in the team
2: yeah. moments like that, but just yeah. like, he, 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 I know the old saying with him is right, oh, the only reason he's in the team, and he gets himself at these situations, but what he does. That's that's you dress it up however way you want, but he he does what he needs to do a lot of the time. And if he does make a mistake, he you know, he can get out of it. Um, yeah. I think he's had a good tournament, yeah. Solid.
0: Yeah. I I don't think there's a defender in world football that can do what he does, like getting himself back mm-hmm. in a good position. for him. it's sometimes it's not even him that's got himself like got him into that position. Yeah, he's he can be a Maguire from or Stones. Yeah, um, and they aren't the quickest. So I I like him, and I yeah definitely agree. And I can't think of anybody else at right back who's actually stood out off the top of the ads.
1: I mean the the others that people have talked about, who I think Walker has surpassed partially by being in the tournament longer so having more games to play i've seen dumfries mentioned they went out in the last 16 you can't of have someone course, on the team yeah. in the tournament that went out in the last 16 um and the other one that people have mentioned is Sofal. but i thought he was all right i think people just sort of like were looking at the czech players and being like oh yeah look they they did well they got to the quarterfinals so it's like i didn't think he was that great particularly but those are the ones that people have mentioned but to to me, it's it's been Kyle Walker. I'm not Kyle Walker's biggest fan by any means, but I thought I think he's had a really good tournament. So I think it has to be him, really. Hundred percent. Centre backs, then um, two centre backs. Who are you going for?
0: God, Hanley. <laughs> <laughs>
2: for his brilliant performance at Wembley. No, that's uh, probably not probably not the wisest thing to do. Um, pick him in the team of the tournament. He, he was good, though. And his pace, actually, in uh, overall in the tournament was on par with
0: Mbappé. I Jordan. saw... I was literally about to see that. He was like... <laughs> was it something like 32 miles per hour? It was, it was yes, the, yeah, he was winning. <laughs> it was, it was, How was that weird? Because I watch Mbappé and I see you seeing both. I think... Yes. Well, now... Give up football and
2: watching Grant Hanley next season, then you'll think of Mbappé, won't you? <laughs>
0: yeah. I Same. never really saw it with Hanley there, like this season. I've liked Hanley this year.
2: I this actually, year,
0: gives yeah. it, but you know, I can't think of one bit of action from watching championship this year where I've gone, "Fuck me, grandson is quick."
2: He gets, <laughs> yeah, he, he, um, he he's surprised us a few times, and he, he's actually come out and said he's the th- third fastest at the club, like because they've had like races and that. But everyone finds it hilarious because he doesn't look like he can run, but yeah. he can. Yeah, he, he's a bit slow out of the blocks, but once he gets going, he's rapid. Yeah.
0: Like a lorry, isn't he?
2: <laughs> like a lorry. So uh, I would go uh, John Stones.
0: John actually. Stones definitely.
1: I yeah, I think Stones Stones has to be one of them. Um I would probably go Benucci with him.
0: Benucci's a good call. I'm just I'm actually just trying to think of other center backs now other than Stones. Stones stood out straight away. Laporte done all
1: right? Laporte did very well. Um, but I think a couple of those sort of moments, particularly between him and Pau Torres, that cost them goals, sort yeah. of dropped him dropped him behind sort of particularly Stones and Banucci for me.
0: Well, but Could it, you put
1: Harry Maguire in there? Because I feel he, he's, he's, very, he, squad, he's he's very the He's very much in, in contention. Very good. I, I knocked him down basically because like those other two have probably been just as good. Yeah. And have played every game.
0: Yeah. It's the
1: same with Chiellini where Chiellini's the other one I would have included, but I think Chiellini, Maguire, like, they haven't been enough, even if you think they've been better, I don't think they've been enough better than Stones and Benucci, who've played all the games.
0: Yeah, I could agree. But would you agree with Benucci more?
2: No, hard to disagree with
0: that. So we've got, what have we got? Three, did we have Spina No, we had Shaw. Shaw. Sure. Shaw, Walker, Stones, and then Benucci. And Donnarumma say three England, two Italians <laughs> at the moment. Yeah, Will anybody else from any other countries make it? Three um, midfielders then? Uh,
1: the first one I'm going to say, and this will break up the England and Italy... I know Italy, who
0: you're going to say, go on. It's Pedri. I knew you were going to say him, just because he plays for Barca. He's a little bum boy.
1: No, I'm I'm not <laughs> a Barca fan. So, but I, I think he's been incredible. And I think it, he's been... He's been incredible, and then when you add in the fact that he's eighteen years old, what what he's done in this tournament is amazing.
0: Yeah, don't get me wrong, he is absolutely class. I'm gonna throw one in there that you you will agree with now after what you've just said. But Genie Wijnaldum for me was unbelievable yeah. in the group stages. Yeah, yeah, wasn't just good. He was like on another level. And I think I know they've gone out, so he hasn't played as many games. But the level he was playing at. In the group stages, I think he's definitely worth a shout.
1: Yeah,
2: I think Hoyberg's done well this tournament.
1: Yeah, he has.
2: A bit surprising he because, because he's, he's, you know, for Spurs he sort of does enough, doesn't he? He and he's sort of not set the world on fire, but um, yeah, I think he's had a good tournament. And part of the reason, probably, why Denmark have gone quite, you know, so far as they have really.
0: So we've got Pedri, Hoyberg, Wynaldum. Barella's gotta have a shout, has not he?
1: Barella, we have to mention Jorginho.
0: Yeah, for Ballon d'Or.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, Jorginho yeah, Barella, Those two for Italy. I think Kelvin
2: uh, Phillips I've been really impressed with. Yeah. Probably probably not in team of the tournament, but it's sort of exceeded my expectations because I didn't I've sort of watched him a bit, but he's uh, He's, he's done so well to sort of set the bar as high as he has and be consistently good. So, yeah, very impressed with him.
0: Yeah, and I'll apologise to all Leeds fans now. When they first went up, I said that he was wank and that they were going to get relegated. <laughs> yeah, you never... Like, Andy Martin, people, they were calling for Felix being the England team, and I'm like, you have got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah. Like, that's clearly biased, but... you. Oh, it kills me to say, but yeah, I really like Felix, <laughs> yeah. but not for
1: player of the, ta- no, no, no. the tournament but
2: i don't think he'd be a million miles away probably if
1: we yeah, no, right. picking I, I, thi- I think if they were putting a bench together he'd probably yeah. make the
0: bench yeah yeah i agree anybody else that we could throw in the hat then before we make a decision cruz tony cruz i wasn't that impressed by Germany myself at all apart no. from one game COVID. I
1: liked Delaney
0: at Denmark. Yeah, I was, I was just about to say. Particularly, big, we? Yeah. I thought they actually mentioned way, yeah, it mentioning good it. Delaney as well. Delaney impressed me that much. I'm going to, because I'm going to get um, Dortmund's limited edition away shirt from last year. Um, It's just sold out everywhere. I might even get Delaney on it. <laughs> he was that good. Um, no, so shall we go with them? We need to make a decision. Three of them. Do we all choose one each?
1: Yeah, um, so I, I'll say I'll say Pedri.
2: I'll say Hoyberg.
1: <laughs> oh, I want to
0: say Wijnaldum, but I don't know. How I can leave Borrala out. I really mean, liked him. No, Wijnaldum impressed me that much in the group stages. He's got to go in there for yeah. me. You so, don't yeah. want
2: Hoyberg in there, do you,
0: Jamie? <laughs> I don't mind Oyberg. i like him and Delaney, massive fans yeah. of um, in this tournament. So I think it could be either one of them. Big names are going to miss out. So yeah. unfortunately, these prestigious awards just don't get dished out to people. So <laughs> Oyberg gets himself in there. So he would have thought that at the beginning of the tournament. <laughs> so front three now. Shall we have an actual one central striker, like centre yeah. forward, and two inside forwards wingers yeah yeah i think so okay we'll start with the center
1: forward then so i came into the tournament not thinking very much of this player i'd seen him flop at multiple clubs and i was so prejudiced against him because he's got so much talent but he'd never put it together patrick schick ah i think patrick schick has had a great tournament obviously they went out in the in the quarters but Maybe it's because I expected so little of him. But, you know, even when you look at the golden boot, it's a lot of players you would expect to be there. And Patrick Schick. I mean, he's he's joint with Ronaldo for most goals in the yeah. tournament. Like, you can't
0: take that away from him. I he suppose. was
1: so central to everything Czech Republic did. Like, Let's be fair, they played well, but pretty average team. And Patrick Schick's played a massive part in them getting to the quarterfinals with his goals and his all-round play. Um, I
0: I, I just see the reason why there. Just for me, I think I'd have go out of Keynes. And that might be surprising because, you know, he hasn't scored the goals people might have thought he would, but I think the role that he's played in the games and in the wins, it's been pivotal. I think he's impressive. There's nobody else that really stands out. Um doesn't he's no he doesn't convince me really, if I'm honest with you. Um, who well, like Maratta got dropped. I would have him in there. No. Um, Dolby scored a few goals, but he came in after Paulson's injury. So there isn't anybody there apart from like your Chicks, Ronaldos, who have gone out here on are on who have done well. That stands out. What about you, Mark?
2: Yeah, I'm just trying to think. I don't think, I think that Patrick Chicks good, uh, good choice, really. Um, Ronaldo, not for me. You
1: no, know, yeah. like.
0: No.
2: Um Harry Kane, not for me. I mean no, I think I, I wouldn't wouldn't mind that as a choice to be honest. Struggling to think of anyone else.
0: Right, shit gets in the team then. Two to one. Can't argue with that. Fair play to him. Um he was quite good at early because he was the no, i thought He is actually a decent player. Yeah. Look, see why you've got no expectations because Czech Republic are wank. I mean, how we've got that far, I'll never know. In the qualifiers for the Euros or something like that every major team would deck them three or four now It's Monty, they, did what a tournament beat, they, does.
2: they did beat England didn't they like we went over there two thousand and was it eighteen nineteen um yeah they they done us two one i don't know how they beat us though but they did
0: no I don't either um <laughs> two wide forwards and um
1: I first one's be- easy Raheem sterling yeah yeah you can't uh, no point even debating that one is it no, I think at this point, barring something different in the final, he's the player of the tournament, so he has to be in. Yeah, I'm not going to argue that.
2: I think especially considering he really was, that people weren't having it, were they? The fact that he was in the team, like, there were so many sort of, people wanted the, the Grealish, the Foden's, the Mount, sort of in behind Kane, and he, he wasn't spoken about because of his club form. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's, if, like when he going running down the right wing, like towards our goal the other night, it was so exciting and you just felt like something was going to happen. You don't always get that from a player, do you? But he's mm. bang on form.
0: I was one of them, I'll be honest. Um, yeah. I wasn't like outraged that he was starting. Like, I don't hate him or anything or think he's shit. I was just more excited by I love Jaden, Sancho, Emil Grios for me, I wanted to start. Um, if I was honest with you, I wouldn't have had Saka in there either, but you know he's done well, so what do I know? This is why I, I do a podcast and it's, I'm not in professional football. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, fair play. You couldn't pick anyone better to have done how he's done. Mm-hmm. You know, all the sticky gets in the mail, like, yeah. in the daily mail, stuff like It's all bollocks since he's so fair play to him. I'm happy for him. Um, who's going to have the last spot on the team then? Sam's has got the I'm not saying definitely him, but he's got to be worth a shout. It's worth a mention.
1: Um, All right. You might as well just say, I don't be fucking stupid. Well, on I, th- I think <laughs> the, the issue I have is I was looking at it, I think it was yesterday, and it's the number of times he's played like 58, 59, 60 minutes and then right. come off.
0: Yeah, I didn't even think of that, if I'm honest with you. Um, day. Yeah, he's yeah. a good player. Yeah. I think um, a good tournament. Who else is there Ben? You're sort K-8s of
1: trying
0: to think back
1: the through the stages. tournament. Like, go, go on. Uh, you're trying to think back through the tournament, like, okay, who were in the semi-finals, who were in the quarterfinals, and it's really difficult to think of guys.
0: Yeah, it is. Like, you could have, like, you know, quarters, Yarmulenko yeah, did well in the group stages. Um, Who else has done well? Forsberg. Yes, yeah. Fucking hell, who are we going to have here? Um... You can't because Berardi's played through the early part of the tournament for Italy, and then Chiesa's come in and done really well. So you yeah. can't really have Chiesa based on like the last two rounds, can you? I, so, I think it could
1: it could well be in senior.
0: I think he's the best shout because I can't think of anybody else.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, I'm struggling. I think I think he's done well. Yeah, um, and and really it comes back to like what we were saying if. Someone's got eliminated at the group stage. Regardless of how well they've played, can you really put them in team of the tournament? It's, a, mm. it's a, quite a while ago now,
0: isn't it? Gini Aldum, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we'll have to go in Sydney, won't we? Because there literally is nobody else, really. Yeah. Like, it's a shame when like players like you know Mbappe have been there. You know Everybody was expecting a lot from him, and I was, to be fair, in... From that first game, I said to you, I'm thinking more of going Benzema, didn't yeah. I? Than Mbappé, because yes, he was lightning quick, but teams that play deep, I just can't see how Mbappé is going to get through them. So, yeah, that is team of the tournament then?
1: Yeah.
0: That's cool. the most prestigious award you could get. Yeah. The Euros, that
1: is. <laughs> so, what next, Angus? Uh, So, then... All we're left with, really, is the final, and given that it's all tied up, it is the final, of Jamie versus Angus versus the community. What well, we'll do then, we'll do score predictions
0: and then yes. the highest point score of the game. So, Mark, as you're the guest, you can have first pick. Oh, Brilliant, thanks. Before you do, though, Angus, is there any players that we can't have, Oh yes, Italians or Englishmen, that we've already picked? So... I
1: can't have Sterling or Shaw
0: Uh
1: And you can't have Kane or Insignia
2: Ah, fuck Right, okay then Mark, you can have anybody I can can have anyone,
0: okay, yeah. That's interesting So firstly then, score prediction I am
2: going for England, nil, Italy, nil, Borgior
0: Ooh. <laughs> Top point scorer, Jordan Pickford. That's a big shout, that isn't it? Are you having a penalty save in there as well? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Ooh. I like that. And wow. just because I'm a gentleman and I'm kind, I'll let you have second pick because I'm going to win anyway. So doesn't make a difference. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say. One nil Italy in extra time. Top point scorer? It's got to be the goal scorer, Antis, or the well, or the def- Italian defender.
1: I am gonna go. Oh, I, I love him so. I'm gonna go Chiellini.
0: Chiellini. So both going defensive. We're gonna
1: I'm
2: win, gonna win on penalties, by the way.
0: Bit. Pardon? We're gonna win on penalties, by the way. Win on penalties. Yeah. Oh, I'd love that. That would be...
2: Can
0: you imagine? Oh, the... the tension, <laughs> I don't... Yeah, the penalty shootout. Be I don't disgusting. think the City
1: of London would exist on Monday if England win on penalties yeah. on Sunday night.
0: Oh.
1: <laughs>
0: right, I'm going to go the England win then, because we've had a Italy win draw. I'll go England win. And I'm going to say 2-0 England will score early and then score late when they're throwing out for natures. And I am gonna go top point scorer Raheem Sterling because I haven't had him yet, so I'm gonna have to go him. Mean, seems destined for him to win as the Euros.
1: Yeah, I mean that that would be some storyline. And I mean, can you imagine some of those newspapers trying to find a headline to write if it's Raheem Sterling that wins England? The Euros? Oh. If I was
0: Raheem Sterling, if i just won the Euros <laughs> for England, I'd literally be doing laps around the pitch, find the nearest camera, wind me on my deck around and say, stop yeah. that day mail. <laughs> that's what I'd be doing. Yeah, so I'm going to Sterling so that's it. I do think, though, just last thought before we go on the game, I think the longer it stays 0-0, the better chance England have got, because I don't think their depth is as good as ours. So, like We've got Better players to bring on. Yeah. I think if they score early, I think we're fucked because they they can defend. can't they, they throw everything at the Ch- ball.
1: Chiellini and Bonucci will be in the way of everything if they yeah. go ahead. I think, I think you're so.
2: right. I think there's a lot to be said for the, the sort of the patience and the the substitutions because we we've had it in the Germany game and then the, the Denmark yeah. game where we haven't been winning late on and. You know, we've we've sort of found something, pulled something out of the bag, you know, right when it's it's needed most.
0: Yeah, I thought that was Denmark's downfall, really. I think they made their subs too early. Um, I don't know why they did it, but I thought they were really dangerous on the counter, I did. And I yeah. thought, we're in trouble here. But then when they started making the subs... It kind of
1: just. Balanced. I think it was that it was that they made a triple sub. Like that yeah. was that was what really threw me. Like getting Paulson on at that point that made sense. Like, but then, and then when it was like
0: went off as well, didn't he? Yeah,
1: um, but then it was like bringing an extra midfielder on and sort of like changing the system and everything, and sort of it felt a bit early for that for them, and it threw them off. I think for the rest of the game. So I think. Yeah, there is something to be said for, I mean, I think Southgate left some of his substitutions a bit too late when you get into extra time and he still only made one sub. But there is something to be said for having that bit of extra patience as it goes on.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: So that's it then, boys. That is the
0: last episode of the Euros podcast. Mark, thank you for coming on. It's been a pleasure.
2: Yes, thank you for having me.
0: No, not a problem at all. So now, and just for the listeners and the normal listeners, we're back into Gaffer now. Season two, episode one is out. Um, that's the beginner's guide. So we had Joe and Sean on from Gaffer. They joined me and Dan. Um, that is out. So go and listen to that, especially if you're a new player thinking of playing. We are going to do something this week. We just don't know what yeah. yet, do we, Angus? Yeah, some um,
1: sort of like reaction show, but we'll we'll work something out.
0: Yeah. We are the main thing we're going to be doing is um, a free pod preview, so it's going to be eight teams in each. But we don't want to do that right now, and then it becomes out of date when this just before the season starts with players leaving and players coming in. And we also are going to have last year's winner of Gaffer on. He is going to come on just before the season starts. So Rune will be coming on and sharing tips on how we won the game last year, and yeah, basically tell me how I'm going to win it this year, isn't it, Angus? <laughs>
1: Yeah, 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 It's your turn to finish top out, out of us this season. So.
0: All right, you fuck it.
1: <laughs> Mark. Are you going to be playing this year? Because I know you
0: played last year of no yeah, Championship.
2: Really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, to start with, I must admit, like I, 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 had a team. In the first few weeks, I wasn't really. Uh, I wouldn't say I wasn't into it, but uh, I think when I'm you be playing a lot of other games, you know, it, I found it sort of. Quite hard to sort of stay interacted, and then obviously, lot like, with, with your pod and the sort of the community that's built up, and the sort of the group chat and things like that. It, it was only a few weeks in; and I was really enjoying it. So definitely be playing, and before you say it, most probably Norwich will be back in the championship, you know, year after next. So yeah, it's.
0: I definitely was. Might as well get used to the idea. <laughs> I definitely wasn't used to. That. To be fair, I'll pay you a compliment, Norwich after watching them so much last year, they've kind of become my second team, so you're now like my Premier League team. Very good. So I, I hope you do well, and I used to live near Norwich and stuff, so it kind of makes sense. I'm like a closet Norwich fan.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I hope you do well. Bit Cotty has gone, um, especially to Villa. Like, no disrespect to Villa. I know they're on <laughs> the up, but like I, I was generally expecting to go somewhere bigger, but I hope you get all of us get back on loan. Em and Gilmore in the middle would be yeah. something else.
2: It all comes down to recruitment, doesn't it? So, yeah, we'll see. But, yeah, in terms of the game, again, it, it's, it's so good, though, If for people who do support a Premier League club, to to have a bit of Championship knowledge. If they were to get relegated, say, and vice versa, if your team's going to get promoted, then, um, yeah, just to sort of be interacted in, in this sort of game. And assets are always getting snapped up to go up a level. So, yeah, it's very, very
0: useful. I think that's the best thing about Gaffer, the community as well. You know, there's no dickheads in there who are slamming the information down your throat. Like, you've got to have this player or that player. Everyone's quite supportive of each other. And it helps that in the top 50 of the game overall, about 30 of them were probably from the community on Twitter. So that helps when everyone's doing well. And I think it's also quite, I don't know if it would be the same this year, but it was quite easy to do well. You could probably play it casually.
2: Yeah, yeah. I just really regret my, like I say, the start. I finished about, I think it was about 180th in the end, something like that. And had I have actually, you know, been more engaged at the start, I would have, you know, well, could have been top 100. But yeah, certainly enjoyed the chips and all that sort of thing towards the end. Thought it But was brilliant.
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, I'm just looking forward to it now. But we're going to go wrap it up there. Um, it is half past nine now um, and I won't go watch Love Island so I'm, <laughs> going. I'm not even ashamed anymore, I used to be like yeah. ashamed of saying uh, say, it's shit but it's good if that makes... now I'm just like <laughs> I don't even watch it with Missy's, <laughs> she watches it upstairs I watch it <laughs> down here with a dog so yeah, that's it <laughs> listeners, thank you very much for listening um, and we will see you on episode two Season two of Gaffy. Thank you and good night. It's the Euros Fancy Podcast. do do Doo-doo-doo-doo. The Euros Fancy Podcast. do